Welcome to the Wicked Radio Network. Welcome to Shot of History. Boys, if we want to win this war, you're going to need to jack off into this gum. <laughs> Come on, guys. Stop ruining things with your semen, okay? Welcome back to Shot of History, where the history hits you hard and the historians are not as prepared this week. <laughs> I'm the same level of prepared that I always <laughs> <Yeah>. am. <laughs> Except I for feel. that one time. <laughs> I have failed epically. I'm I'm punished my myself by icing myself this week. Yeah, <laughs> Trike goes on ice right now. Yep. Oh, and uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Strike. I'm Stephanie, and I'm the color man, Big Def. And we're joined this week by a special guest, Ellie Flagstaff. Hello. And we're going to be talking about um, Ellie is a renowned musician, and uh, she's going to be talking about some. History from the world of musical stuff. He said renowned, and I just put air quotes around. <laughs> She's like really confused when he said that. <laughs> but yeah, no, music is my game. So I just like music and history and sharing little interesting tidbits about it that I find. Sweet. Yeah. And we like that too. <laughs> so there we go. I think it it's time uh, yeah, to welcome you. To welcome you, and let's have our shot cool. to the American Association. What are we all drinking? Of whiskey peeps. Uh, oh, th- there's some crown going around. There's mm. some bullet rye. We can't, have, we can't have crown in the American Association of Whiskey Peeps. Well, <laughs> you know what? I'm an American and I'm drinking it, so it counts, okay? <laughs> All right, bombs up. <laughs> oh, that was too big of a shot. I couldn't even finish it. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. These are not regulation shot Daisy. glasses. No, they're not. <laughs> no. These are like doubles. Yeah. <laughs> It's all right. The bullet went down smooth. <laughs> the first shot of bullet never goes down smooth. It's like, what did I just do? Okay. Well, I well I have been drinking, so there. Okay. Well, then there you go. You're fine. Yeah. Be... I started out with the uh, the bullet bourbon in the Coke, and then uh, had the shot of bullet rye. Okay, so, so you're fine. Wow. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> all right. So where where do we begin? Uh, I heard there's going to be some talk of uh, lesbian blues singers. So. We can talk about yeah. lesbian blues singers. I feel like it's a really Sweet. good yeah. place to start. <laughs> <laughs> Always start with lesbians. Always the <laughs> best place to start. So, uh, yeah, I was looking up, I was, I was trying to find something that piqued my interest about like the blues and jazz era, and then I was like, oh, Bessie Smith. I know who Bessie Smith is. And I, the more I was looking up, I was like, huh, she was bisexual. Huh. <laughs> There were a lot of those. <laughs> huh. This is interesting. And uh, so I guess I'll, there was this huge subculture in the teens and late teens and 20s uh, in Harlem of just these um, bisexual and lesbian blues singers. Um, nobody really paid attention to them in the rest of the world, in the rest of the country. The only uh, time in history people <laughs> haven't paid attention to lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And because uh, their music was so underground because it was, quote, race music. And uh, so they just got away with whatever. They would put lyrics about it in their songs. Like, 
out of maybe a hundred songs, like five or six of them would be about like, oh, just try to prove it. Just just try to prove that lesbian orgy that I had. Just try to prove it on me. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally what one of them was about. Um, so I gotta find that song. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find oh, that you orgy. Can readily find. Well, they don't talk about it in there, but it was in response to this article uh, that was written about. Oh, is it Betsy Smith or Ma Rainey? Uh, one of the two of them about uh, someone wrote this this letter to a paper saying like, oh, I know that you like women and blah, blah, blah. And she wrote in response in like 1925, the song Prove It On Me, um, which was basically just a response. Oh, yeah, okay, just just prove it. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but so the, the three big ones were uh, Ma Rainey, who uh, was a mentor to Bessie Smith, and then there was Gladys Bentley, who was a little bit lesser known than the other two, but arguably cooler, because um, she was the only one who was completely just out and embraced awesome. it and was just like, oh, you don't like it? Oh, well, kind of screw you. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess we're going to Gladys Bentley first, then. Uh, she She's a dapper looking woman uh, in her she, suits and stuff. She Seriously. Really like, this is the picture, if you guys... Yeah, uh, that's I mean, awesome. She looks, she's better dressed than I've ever been in my life. Seriously. Yeah, she's she's wearing this like white tuxedo with tails and a white top hat with and like a, a, a cane. awesome cane. Yeah, like, it's her pimp cane. She's what it looks like. <laughs> she dressed like that just on the daily, and just like dressed like in in yeah. typically male clothing. And uh, she performed at the <clears throat> the clam house. Awesome. <laughs> That's never not going to be fun. I, I don't know. I don't know if you could guess that it's a. It was a, a gay and lesbian bar specifically. I thought they just had really good clams. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, it was Apparently specifically. They did. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best place you to know, find clams. <laughs> you probably. <laughs> yep. Um, so Gladys Bentley would just she would play there and. She would just play piano and just be flirting shamelessly with all the women in her audience and like taking them home and whatever. And she would just do dirty parodies of popular songs of the day. And then people would like shout out different songs and she would just make up dirty parodies of them on the spot. And then just like crude humor and all this stuff. And then um, the uh, basically the, the she moved out to like California and she claimed that she was married. She'd like told everybody she was married to this white woman from New Jersey and which, you know, New Jersey, anything goes, I guess. <laughs> never gave a name, never did anything. Just, just said, Oh yeah, I'm married to this chick out in New Jersey. And then sounds like every guy I ever knew in <laughs> high school. Oh I yeah. My a, I have a girlfriend in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Always in Canada, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause you can't check. Yeah. Canada. <laughs> Unless you're in Michigan and then it's totally plausible. Yeah. <laughs> the bridge ain't far. Yeah. We can get there. Yeah. Is she from Windsor? Okay. Then it's probably <laughs> believable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Toronto. Eh. Yeah. Calgary. So yeah. <laughs> um, and then she moved out to LA and then the, the Red Scare happened and uh, she basically had to sort of publicly recant uh, all that and like got married to somebody like and it basically just to, to cover up and not get, you know. So he was her beard. Yeah, she, he was her skirt. Yeah, since she didn't wear skirts, yeah, and I think there's a possibility that she was his beard as well. Yeah, like they so, just didn't. Yeah, hurt. so so yeah. yeah, um, she was a big one. She was the just the she's not she wasn't as popular then 
with like the mainstream blues listeners, but she was kind of a big deal because she was the only one who was completely out, didn't care what anybody thought until there was the possibility of her getting like, you know, thrown in prison and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> possibly um, murder, you yeah, know. Yeah, you know. Um, but uh, Ma Rainey and Bessie Smith, and there was a, there was a, I guess like an HBO movie with like Queen Latifah as Bessie Smith and Monique as Ma Rainey, and I really desperately want to see it. Um, but they don't go into some of the juicy details that you'll hear today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no fun. Ma Rainey like started performing in like basically minstrel shows. Uh, Obviously not by, like, white performers, but by black performers. When she, Like, in the early 1900s, uh, she and Bessie Smith were both born in, like, the 1890s-ish. Somewhere in there, their, their birth dates are sort of up for debate. Because, you know, one says one thing, and then when they were interviewed, they would <laughs> lie, about, lie their about their age. <laughs> exactly. I'm only 15, so. <laughs> Yeah. I'm totally, like, 21. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Ma Rainey was performing in this traveling group and uh she would you know you know she was a quote woman loving woman which is what they called them awesome. and uh she would Sounds like have so sophisticated when yeah. <laughs> a woman loving woman it's just because it doesn't mean like you specifically have to be one or the other it's just yeah. kind of eh, there are lots of women <laughs> um and uh, she would you know have little flings with her chorus girls and whatever awesome. and uh she, you know, just whatever. <laughs> He's just like, awesome. yeah. 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 I don't think I've ever been so riveted during an episode before. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Bessie Smith came on in, in Ma Rainey's troupe and she kind of like tutored her and, and there's this idea that Ma Rainey sort of introduced her to the lifestyle. It's sort of understood. It's never explicitly stated anywhere that she introduced her to the life which is what they called it. They just called it just you're in the life. Um, and she, yeah, they had like code words and songs like the life uh, and in society and uh, bull daggers were code for women loving women. And they would talk about them in songs. Uh, Specifically butch Wait. lesbians. Yes. Bull, bull, bull daggers. daggers. So yeah. I think that's where we get bull dykes from now. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a, like a hybrid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's the lame white way of saying it, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> just, we just sort of took that. <laughs> just sort of took that and we're like, no, ours is better. Um, so uh, so Ma Rainey sort of introduced her to this life and whatever. And, and Ma Rainey was, was a big deal. But Bessie Smith, man, she was kind of crazy go nuts. Like, she got her own troupe. And uh, there's a lot of stories that were actually told by her niece, her niece came and joined her troupe and traveled around with her. Um, her name was Ruby. And I guess in an interview with her, Ruby talked about, like, just gave all these stories about her rampant lesbian relationships. And um, she she was called, um, she, she would, like, have affairs with all of her chorus girls. And she was married. She was married to this guy named Jack. Uh, what was his last name? Jack Gee, I think. Um, <clears throat> let me check. But uh, he did not approve of all of her little her little liaisons. Yeah, Jack Gee. Um, 1923, she married him. He was a security guard. 
So, you know, fine, upstanding <laughs> man who also was unfaithful, but, you know, she was with chicks, so it's just wrong. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, I can bang as many girls as I yeah. want, but you can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude's well, completely cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, she, uh, she toured around and she became like the biggest star of the, uh, it was called the, the TOBA, the theater owners booking association circuit. Um, and she signed with Columbia records. She was like the biggest star on the TOBA circuit. Um, she was performing in chorus lines and then she worked on that. She got married to Jack Gee and she became the highest paid black entertainer in her day. And she toured in her own custom built railroad car. So, um yeah that's when you know you made it back then yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got in a, not your own tour bus just your railroad car not your own guest <laughs> uh golf stream but your own railroad car yeah um so her husband jack he really liked the money but he couldn't really adjust to the but he l- hated the lesbianism <laughs> 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 yeah um gotta draw the line somewhere yeah. <laughs> Um, so he, he, he loved the money, obviously. I mean, security guard, come on. Um, but, and presumably her security guard as well. I don't know. Um, but he couldn't really adjust to showbiz or the life as it were. Um, and she actually like ended the marriage with him. They never got a divorce. Just, it sort of just fizzled, I guess. Uh, she ended it in 29 when he had an affair because I guess, you know, and by the same token, she can do as many chicks as she wants, but oh no, you can't do that to me. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then like she common law married one of her old friends and then just hung out with him until she died. But the most fascinating story that I found was told by her niece, Ruby. Um, so first of all, Ruby came and, and toured around with her and her troupe and uh, her her friend, her, Ruby's friend came along, Lillian, and she joined as a chorus girl in 26. Um, and, oh, sorry, sidebar, there was this, uh, no, I'll tell the story later. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, it was, it was about, oh, well, I guess whatever i've had a whiskey we're so gonna many do lesbian this. Stories. <laughs> just so many just lesbians just coming at me um and that's a problem like it's it's not I, i'm Did okay I with that yeah Did I say it was a problem? um so well going back to like when she got pissed about his being unfaithful apparently a chorus girl told her that he was sleeping with another chorus girl <laughs> so bessie jumped her beat her up and threw her off a railroad car (laughs) and then she found jack's gun and when he when she found him standing over the sobbing chorus girl she waved the gun around and just like screamed at him and told him she was gonna kill him and just he ran off and she shot twice and her niece was like get back here (laughs) pretty sure her her niece said i'm pretty sure she missed on purpose (laughs) so but you you never know bessie don't play (laughs) no she certainly don't (laughs) she don't take kindly when you play (laughs) um so uh so so bessie first of all like she throws this christmas party and (laughs) favorite part of this story is that she uh she made she was making eggnog 
And then by the time she was about to add the milk, she was like, I don't want to, I don't want to sully this perfectly good corn liquor with milk. So <laughs> nobody was sober because just, she just made eggnog minus the milk. So um, just straight up liquor. Just straight up liquor and eggs and like maybe some sugar. Ooh, and that was it. You know. That sounds horrible. Yeah. That really bad. <laughs> so, but everybody was shiggity shwasted. <laughs> Sweet. And, uh, and then she just took her niece's buddy, it, like best friend, back to her room and like initiated her into the life, as it were. <laughs> um, and Lillian was like, no, dude, Ruby, you have to try this. You have to just go find this other chick and just like have a good time with her. You're going to love this. It's like literally the only time I have ever actually heard of a quote homosexual agenda was like was I mean like but no you no, have seriously. to do this once come yeah. on no yeah. seriously this shit is legit yeah. <laughs> it's like telling your best friend about a really good movie you just saw you're yeah, like yeah. oh my god you have to go see this yeah. right now that's pretty much what I'm getting at awesome. yeah. <laughs> the only time in history that there was actual recruitment for the homosexual agenda <laughs> exactly <laughs> or like anytime I tried to like tell my friends to watch Supernatural and I was and they were like you seem to be really upset by this like because there's all this drama going on with all the lesbian chorus girls you seem to be really upset by this I'm like no it's the best thing ever you have to watch it <laughs> so um so there was one time uh Lillian snubbed Bessie in public and like Bessie went up and like put her arm around her and like kissed her on the cheek and Lillian was like eh no thank you and didn't want to, like, get called out or whatever. And so Bessie was like, she she literally said, and this is a quote, fuck you, I can get any of these other bitches. I, I have all of these other, I, I'm, I've had 12 of these bitches. I could have them every night a week. And, all 12 at once. And then yeah. Lillian tried to kill herself by gas poisoning and oh. then and then they like saved her and everything. And then after that, Lillian wasn't so embarrassed by Bessie kissing her in public. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just, you know, kind of a roller coaster of emotion there. Um But this is this is um the one that has to do with Detroit. Um Lillian left Bessie and the troupe uh when they were in Detroit. And after the performance in uh downtown Bessie took a few of the chorus girls, including her niece, Ruby, to a buffet flat. Do we know what buffet flats are? I know what a buffet is. Okay. So So imagine a buffet. I'm very aware of the buffet. (laughs) (laughs) So imagine, okay, so so like a buffet of food, except instead of food, it's rooms filled with sexual acts. (laughs) <laughs> well, this is, this is my kind of located in Detroit. So, <laughs> so one of my friends, when I was telling her, was like, I think you just described a brothel. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's just like, imagine this, this house, but in every room, there's like different people just like doing it. Like in one room, you'd have two guys doing it and they would just sit and people would just sit and watch them or this maybe join in. like a brothel. Well, yeah. no, but you just, you didn't pay per person. You just sort of maybe played a paid a little bit of a flat rate to just like watch or whatever and it was just bit like a big party like a big kind mm. of like, like a you massive cover to get in and then whatever happens happens <laughs> exactly you know? oh so it's like an eyes wide shut situation yeah <laughs> let's, let's go with that <laughs> and like in another room there was like a girl who uh 
would like put stuff in her hoo ha and like <laughs> like us. on this show it's yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry sorry it's the whistle and point <laughs> got it in the, the, the whistle and point yeah. Yeah. And, so, uh, so one room was pretty much tijuana <laughs> yeah yeah like uh or 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 pop things out as it were like apparently a lit cigarette and a coke bottle not at the same time wow um, i'd be more impressive if it was at the same yeah. time <laughs> yeah um so they were that i was like huh that's that's some talent. <laughs> um, so they go back after. So Bessie would never actually partake in the things going on at the buffet flat because she was still kind of under wraps and she super didn't want stuff getting back to her husband because he was, as we discussed, incredibly jealous and bitter and kind of butthurt about everything. Um, <laughs> except presumably not literally. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so they go back to the boarding house where they're staying for the night. And their uh, their railroad car, uh, no, their, their their regular their their car like they had used to get around in Detroit was like outside the house. Okay, so they go back to the boarding house, and all the girls just like get in their PJs, get in their skivvies, and just keep drinking and like making out and whatever. Awesome. And Bessie, <laughs> he's gonna just keep saying awesome every time. Yeah. <laughs> making out in their underwear. So. And, like, <laughs> Trico's going to ruin a statue fighting. later. He's going to have to take a break so he can go yeah. find his statues down in the basement. <laughs> take, yeah. take care of some things. <laughs> um, so, so Bessie gets into like a compromising position with another dancer um, since her little uh, girlfriend Lillian left. And uh, Ruby apparently was like, because she was the baby, kind of. She... Uh, She's probably like in her mid, like early to mid teens at this point. Oh, wow. Yeah, probably like mid teens, maybe. So um, she apparently just like crashed like immediately, like as soon as everybody got into their PJs, she was like, I hung around for a little bit and then I just went to bed. So she wakes up in the middle of the night at like, th- like 2 a.m., maybe 3 a.m., and sees Bessie and the chorus girl just bolting down the hallway towards their rooms, like in their skivvies. And they just sort of, like, go into a room and, like, hide. Jack is coming, busting down the hallway, screaming about how he's going to kill his wife. And because he caught him doing some business. And, uh, and, like, he was going to kill her and blah, blah, blah. And he looked around and he couldn't find him. So he assumed they just, like, climbed out a window and escaped. So he, like, corners one of the chorus girls and is like, all right, you tell her that I'm looking for her. And he drives off. He's an idiot. <laughs> really? He must have not searched that room very well. I can't no. imagine it was like, that big. They're, like, hiding behind a column. Right. <laughs> they, were like, in, they were in the closet. They were, uh, 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 <laughs> like, hiding behind the curtains, their feet sticking out. You know, Bessie was not a small woman, so they were just like, this oddly shaped curtain. <laughs> okay maybe well. that's how they do it here in detroit i don't know <laughs> so uh so he leaves and they're like and bessie is like okay we gotta go now because he did, like he's off looking for me somewhere so we gotta just leave now and they were like can can we like put on clothes no we can't so they just throw everything together don't put on their regular clothes so they're leaving in their skivvies and in their in their nighties and whatever and they get into their car and they drive it with the lights off so they don't get caught leaving to their railroad car at 2 a.m. in February in Detroit. Mm. And th- they just like 
ride off in their railroad car <laughs> into, and just the into the sunrise night. presumably yeah. hopefully into the dawn but yeah they just yep they, they just kind of <laughs> left everyone else there they just well they presumably everybody else like came with them presumably everybody oh. in the troop came with them but I would they hope just so. i i guess don't know? leave a man it behind makes know? a better story if they didn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peace out, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my uh, Bessie Smith in Detroit story about she how she uh, did a bunch of chicks and uh, <laughs> escaped Detroit in her skivvies in the middle of the night. Honestly, who hasn't done a bunch of chicks in Detroit? I mean, <laughs> and, and, and then escaped in and, their skivvies and, and or yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, at a buffet flat. <laughs> I will or never... a regular buffet. <laughs> right, exactly. I will never look at a buffet the same ever yeah. again. I've been going to the wrong buffets. Every yeah. time I go, there's like really bad Chinese food. That's all there is. And like old people. Yeah. And old people. Or like yeah. crusty mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. No I'm never going to go to the uh, Chinese buffet and look at the uh, stuffed clams. <laughs> or the golden corral and just be disappointed that it's another, not another kind of corral. Yeah. <laughs> There used to be dildos at these places. <laughs> You're not doing it right. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> Management comes by and asks you to leave because you're disturbing the children. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't be the first or last time that he's been asked to leave somewhere <laughs> because he's disturbing the children. That's true. <laughs> I can't go to One Direction concerts anymore. <laughs> Why would you want to? <laughs> that's that's the know. most important yeah. part. <laughs> well, you got to make sacrifices to make sure shit doesn't happen in the future. <laughs> <sighs> oh, so. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> So but it was just kind of fascinating to me that this whole subculture existed. And there's, of course, like dozens more that I didn't talk about or that I didn't even like read about because there's not a whole lot on them. But the most documentation they have is on um, those three, on Ma Rainey and Bessie Smith and Gladys Bentley, who like seriously, like every time you look up like lesbian blues singers, Gladys Bentley's picture is like the biggest, <laughs> most prominent one. <laughs> like, like <laughs> listeners all however many there are of you you look up up to five, oh, now. five yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah is that including me uh, or apart okay, from four. me yeah. oh, okay <laughs> the other four yeah. <laughs> if you google lesbian blues singers like invariably at some point you will find the same picture of gladys bentley and probably the same like headshot basically of ma rainey with her weird teeth this and is this is what pulled up on yeah, mine yeah, yeah ma rainey and her weird teeth she cool. she just looks she looks a little hit in this picture. Yeah, she kind of does <laughs> Was she also in Detroit when that picture was taken? <laughs> <laughs> it's not impossible. <laughs> now I'm going to images because I just I need to see what's going on. See, look at her in her suit. It's always it's back to the suits, man. Mm-hmm. She looks better in a suit than I do. <laughs> I know, right? And like Ma Rainey was one who would like she like had records about how she would dress like a man and walk like a man and like talk with the ladies like a man. It was just in these songs and people just like. We're cool with it, and because there's this huge homosexual like underground in the blues, uh, um, in the the blues scene in Harlem, and like all these writers and artists and singers and musicians, just everybody, and 
well, okay, not everybody. But like, <laughs> there, was like there was like two just, dudes. Yeah. Totally straight. He was just kind of watching, being like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Trico was one of them. Yeah. And, <laughs> awesome. awesome. <laughs> just real quiet. Carrying his uh, special statue. Yeah. If, if Trico were in Midnight in Paris, except Midnight in, New, in, in, Harlem, in Harlem. And he's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> He doesn't do anything. He just stands there <laughs> making his little noises. He's like Bessie at the buffet flat. Yeah. He just kind of sits and watch. You're like a fly on the wall. Trico's yeah. just standing in the shadows. Awesome. And people are looking at him and going, where did that come from? Did, did you hear that? <laughs> I can't say that when I've got stuff in my mouth. <laughs> That's what she said. Yes, thank you. <clears throat> Very good. <laughs> But yeah, they're like you can and you can find a lot of their stuff on YouTube. Like Prove It On Me you can find on YouTube. Uh Taint Nobody's Business was a uh was a big one. Yes, okay, taint. let's laugh at the word taint. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. five over here. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like that was a big one. That was like so what if I'm like just mind your own business. It's not your business if I'm doing all these chicks on the side. It's fine. Just just go about your life. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's Fantastic. my deal on, on Lizzie well, and, and there was, um, I, just the little perusing that yeah. I did, I, I noticed that, um, the, these women influenced the twenties flappers, like their short hairstyles, like the rebelling oh, yeah. against men and doing, you know, being a little wild and crazy and like the outfits that they used to wear were, some of them were like really flamboyant and that's yeah. partially where, you know, the flappers got the idea for like the sequins and the, you know, like they took a lot of that from that time period yep. and that culture in Harlem. So. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So, uh, like, the underground... It, it They were totally, like, the hipsters of the flappers. Like, oh, yeah. I'm doing that first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and they were just... Yeah, it's really underground, man. And then everybody's in it, and they're like... Oh, White people ruining shit again. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Stop ruining things. <laughs> but then... Totally saying we did it first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we invented this. Yeah. Like, no, seriously, guys. Yeah. No, no, no seriously, us. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. All that other shit? No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, well, that's uh, that's our half hour on Awesome. On wow. Show. wow. Yeah. It goes by fast. Yeah. yeah. It does. Apparently. <laughs> it, it goes really fast when you're talking about lesbian blues singers. Right. <laughs> yeah. Time just flies by. Yeah. <laughs> Like awesome. Bessie Smith on the midnight train out of Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it turned into a bullet train that day. Yeah. <laughs> nope. We gotta go now. Nope. Out of there. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I think it's that time yeah. to uh, pop, pop the, plugs. the plugs. Cool. Uh, did you want to go first? You have uh, sure. Uh, if you uh, are on the twitters, um, I have a Twitter account. You can follow me at Ellie Flags. E-L-L-I-E, and then the word flags. It's all one word. And I post uh, one or two little music history tidbits per day. Um, so, yeah. Have a have a look-see at that. They're usually things like, oh my gosh, did you know that Mozart wrote a song about Kiss My Ass? And <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> awesome. Or, I bet you didn't know that Schumann's hand, blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> yeah. If you like annoying crap like that, then you can follow me on Twitter. Cool. Awesome. Try to go. 
Oh, let me uh, check out my plug list. No. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even have it pulled up this time. Yeah. Well, it's buried in all those notes of prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Victorian prostitutes. On the prostitute. <laughs> Victorian prostitutes or the regular kind? Victorian. Oh, okay. Victorian. Yeah, we have a very Mainly, oh, okay. taste. Mainly yeah. Victorian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'd like to plug uh, Jay Atkinson. Um, still working on his book, Massacre on the Merrimack. Um, it's taking a while because I got to do research for the show, and um, so but it's a really good book. You By the time, <laughs> let's see about I'm gonna say a year and a half in, we'll finally actually <laughs> review that book. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna keep mentioning it, but it's gonna take a year and a half to get right. There. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, zombie Dead World Soda or Dead World Zombie Soda. It's really good. Uh, a lot of different flavors. Um, I'm gonna have one in a minute because I'm down to my last one, so I've been savoring it. Yeah. Um, you still and, got some uh, some ice to finish up. There, yeah, Chief. you haven't yeah. finished icing yourself. <laughs> Nothing good for me until I get done with it this. It only gets ice. worse the warmer it gets. Yeah. Yeah. So you better get on that. <laughs> um, let's see. I'll also uh, plug. MI consultants, they do our website. Uh, they do really good with websiting. So <laughs> if you need a website, did you need it's a the websiting? <laughs> yeah. It's a verb. You need someone to go, yep, that's a web. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me look this over with my site. <laughs> that is a web. <laughs> and uh, check out rfakehistory.com. Uh, it's a really good show. It's by Sebastian Major. Um he does a lot of cool stuff about debunking history stuff, so it's really cool. Check him out. And I think that's uh, that's my four for this week. Yeah. You o- <laughs> do you always do four? or It's my new thing now. I'm just the number gonna, four? Yeah, cut myself so, off Do you have some four. weird OCD that we're just learning about? <laughs> God forbid <laughs> you don't make the cut. Everything has to be in fours. Yeah. <laughs> God forbid you don't make the cut. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, I would like to plug the Waystation on uh, Podcast Detroit, aka Top Secret with Meg and Steph. That's right, Steph and Meg. <laughs> Whichever. Yeah. I always come first. Dan. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, that's gonna be a drop for the opening of the next awesome. episode. <laughs> right after, stop ruining things with your semen, guys. Yeah. Always awesome. come first. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to. Uh, Say, hey, listen to Drunk Dorks. Go to drunkdorks.com. There's a lot of nerdy shit there. And if you like nerdy shit, you'll like it. And I'll, I also want to tell everybody that's listening that we had a brief conversation earlier this week about pitching our show to like the Travel Network yeah. or like yeah. the History Network. We're going to try to make this like our job. So, um, that would be so awesome. <laughs> don't you think yeah. so? So I'm going to plug awesome. ourselves because yeah. we're awesome. Yeah. And one day we might be on TV. So you better listen to our show. <laughs> Before it becomes, you know, like old hat. Yeah. <laughs> All five of you. Yeah. <laughs> Stay loyal fans. Like Tell Gladys. one person. Yeah. Like Gladys Bentley's hat. <laughs> uh, uh, so I will plug uh, Wicked Radio Network as we plug every week. Uh, I will plug Snake Oil Comics. I will plug Essence of Man, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but you did it. Yeah. So. Well. That's, that's all we need to say about that. <laughs> and uh, I'll plug uh, Rich Bloom. Cool. Because yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's our, our super fan. Besides yeah. Ellie. Yeah. Yes. Ellie, I, I see Ellie's smiling face every Tuesday when I post, <laughs> post that <laughs> show. 
Yep. She's actually she's probably actually our true super fan, and then and then Rick. Yeah. I may have listened to every episode at least two times. Yeah, the other yeah. three fans are like, "Oh, we didn't make the cut." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry guys. No, we're alienating the other three people. But yeah, you mean because you two also listen to the show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so that one person that also listens to the show, we're sorry that you didn't make the <laughs> maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I got. Cool. All right. Good show. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me on. Excellent. Thanks, yeah. thanks for fun. being here. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I learned some things. Are you going to come back uh, next week, give or take two weeks, to, <laughs> to be on the next show? That would uh, that be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Trico, take cool. us out. Uh, yeah. So until next time, I'm Trike. I'm Stephanie. I'm the Color Man, Big Dove. And I'm Ellie Flagstaff. <laughs>